I'm Eric Carley. We're at the ATA MC&E in Philadelphia. Joining us right now is Neil Apt. He is the editorial director for Transport Topics. Neil, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Uh, let's talk about some new initiatives that you folks there at Transport Topics are taking on, uh, some new digital stuff that you guys have for the website. Uh, talk about this new initiative. Yeah, we started, uh, I guess, last year. It's called Live on Web. Uh, it, it's pretty much what it seems. We've been doing what well, we had been doing, setting up a program. Uh, I've done some of them. Uh, other reporters, editors have picked a topic, whether right. it be something breaking at the time. Uh, some of them have been related to our publications, special publications we have, bringing some trucking industry executives or uh, uh, drivers, other officials to come on with us. Right. We talk live about these issues. We, uh, um, we take questions live from the audience. They can send them in beforehand or after and, and sort of put it out there and, and it's on our website and through YouTube and, and, and open it up to a wider audience than we can have normally in our, on our print side. Uh, what we're doing here at the conference is, is speaking with some of the uh, technician, the super tech champion, uh, road team driver, a couple of the lead ATA members to seek out some of the younger voices, some that, that might not be on the main stage, if you will, at a conference like this, but are integral to the industry, to what's right. going on, and certainly to the future of the industry. And we're using this live on web program to have them tell their story, to get their perspective on topics like the technician shortage, the driver shortage, highway congestion, these critical issues that all the trucking conferences talk about. Yeah, We want to get some of the voices you might not immediately think of and do that. So we're, uh, we're shooting these interviews here, recording them here, so this one isn't technically going to be live live like our other ones have. It'll be on Wednesday, October 28th on our website, ttnews.com. Right. Uh, and, and in addition, it, it, it runs forever in replay form on YouTube. There's also some podcasts. So if you go to live on web, ttnews.com. All the information will be there, but it's an exciting new endeavor that, we, that we're really jumping into. Yeah, I like the idea of, uh, again, uh, talking with some of these drivers and these techs, if you can get, you know, back down to the, you know, the level of, 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 of what they're experiencing, you know. Uh, a lot of times if, if a driver thinks of a show like ATA's MC&E, or they think of maybe the organization just in general, Maybe they don't think about the individual drivers that are affected by what the ATA does. So there's, you know, there's a lot of, I think, uh, a lot of great stuff to come from these drivers and these interviews. Look forward to them, certainly. Um, it, what else? You Now, you've been a part of Transport Topics for 15 years now. Coming right? up on 15 Coming years, Coming up on correct. 15 years. And so uh, we've seen a lot of changes overall in, in the industry. I mean, it's just such a, such a whole list of changes. Um, where would you say we are in 2015 uh, as an industry? Uh, what right now is most affecting the individual driver out there, or maybe the, the biggest thing that's on the table that might affect that driver more immediately? Uh, well, I would sort of answer it in two ways. Uh, on, on the one hand, and maybe it's a bit more of a negative, or some things never seem to change, mm -hmm. and a lot of that is related, related to Congress. Right. Highway funding, while it might not be what the driver or a technician is thinking about going about the day-to-day -day job and getting a new highway bill passed, it's holding up so many pieces of the industry. If it's a driver, maybe it's some congestion right now right. that might not be there if we had this long-term funding. And just there's so much uncertainty surrounding it. I've been coming to this conference and many other industry conferences, large ones, small ones, for many years. And sometimes the issues just don't change, and so much of it can be related to Congress and some of the federal regulations hung up. So getting some sort of certainty from 
funding, which includes if it's tied into it, hours of service, and a lot of these things that have been lingering for so long that just are these hurdles. If you can get get some clarity in them, I think would open up some opportunities to to advance, you know, advance a fleet and, and create some additional profitability. Things have been pretty good recently. The other the other way quickly. Um, beyond what's holding it back, what changes so dramatically every year in the exhibit hall that shows like these are the te- is technology. Hmm. It does the trucks themselves in there, uh, the, the safety technology. Uh, it, it, when I first started my first show of the, this size uh, was 2003, I wouldn't, if someone told me the exhibit hall would be so much more technology than more on an equipment side or what maybe you would traditionally think as sort of trucking and, and, and older it is so dramatically different in there and and that technology it's amazing how fast it changes from year to year and, and really is is always an exciting part of conference to see what is the latest new thing going right on. right yeah we sat down with freightliner and talked about the uh, the inspiration the the fully autonomous truck that was unveiled and all of these things that really are going to have a, a a huge effect on the industry uh, not right away, but certainly that's kind of the future of the industry. It goes back to what you said, you know, talking to some of these younger drivers and, and techs. These are the, this is the future. This is where it is. And I guess that kind of brings us full circle. And there's been, I think, one question on the back of the minds of especially the veteran drivers, the ones who are going to age out eventually and, and not too long from now. It leaves us wondering, what is the future of the industry in terms of the drivers that are going to participate? While we are having more and more concerns about getting the numbers up, we certainly are, I think, can, can take some comfort in knowing that the future is, uh, these are very bright young individuals. Would you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. And some of the, one of the reasons we wanted to as transport topics to bring on some of these younger technician drivers. Uh, you mentioned Inspiration Truck. I, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to have been invited to witness the unveiling at the Hoover Dam earlier this yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, I was able to test drive it. I, I didn't actually drive. I was test driven in it, or and I guess mm. now the truck drives itself yeah. with the driver in it. Right. Even how we talk about something like Inspiration Truck, I think is key to tapping into the next generation. Mm-hmm. One, to understand it's not replacing the driver, right? which, which Daimler has, has made the point among other truck makers and other of the tech suppliers that are involved on this safety technology. A lot of this, ooh, it can drive itself. These are safety technologies that exist now, or need to be improved and refined yeah. for a vehicle like that. Yeah. But showing that technology how this isn't a truck from a 1960s or 70s movie. I mean, this is as high-tech a machine yeah. uh, as it can be. The interesting part of my test drive was almost how normal that test drive was. When they clicked it into autonomous mode, right. the driver did. Where I was with a few other people in the back there, a situated specials to fit a few more people in, and we were waiting for this crazy thing to happen. Right. And he hit the button and sort of lifted his hands, and he's fully paying attention yeah. but sort of talking to us. and. I was saying, wait, that, that's it? That was right. so anticlimactic. Right. But it was so fascinating that, oh, so there wasn't all that much different, and a lot of these technologies already exist, and here it's just all coming together. And it was that ooh and ah factor, but at the same time, it's still normal. Right. Well, it's interesting because I think a lot of drivers, well, first of all, that was the first question, and we sat down with Mary Oftenberg this morning, and, and she made it clear in her first comments where, all right, we will always need drivers, we'll always need operators in these trucks. Now let's take that to the next level of, okay, 
you know, we can take it to the Star Trek generation or, or you know, the, the next geek level and say, listen, this technology is really cool. You're going to know a lot more. Even in, in, in manufacturing, the machines that are run today are much more complex than they used to be. And so it's not just about mechanics. It's also about knowing uh, the programming that goes behind it. And so from both the driver perspective and even on the tech side, there's going to be so much very interesting stuff. You're going to, you know, we're going to need young people in there designing these things, uh, repairing these, these items, and again, operating these trucks. It's really going to be a huge shift, I think, in the mentality, and it's up to us to get the word out. Uh, Eric Voss, the super tech champ that I, I spoke with earlier this morning, and I had talked to him before, but uh, one thing I asked him in a little bit more detail today was what a typical day is like for him. Right. He said every day, depending on what I'm working on, it, it varies greatly. But he was estimating something like 75% of the time, approximately. It's almost more of a computer-related electrical job than it is traditionally thinking right. with a tool wrench or grease or, you know, some, right. some of those terms. Right. And, and that was that high of a percentage surprised me. I, mean, I know yeah. how I see myself on test drives and some of the events that I, uh, I'm fortunate enough to, 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 to witness how advanced things are. But then I thought, okay, well, he's a guy with a run of trucks and FedEx freight going to have an advanced fleet. It's right. certainly, certainly about that. But I didn't think that three-quarters of the time he's more likely to be on a laptop than immediately going, you know, banging and, and turning and, and, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. And that sort of opened my eyes about, wow, this is even more different than I realize. And I feel I'm pretty in tune right. with what's going on with trucking right now. Yeah. That message needs to get out there. Yeah. And, and he actually just talked about he wants to go to schools, high schools, and tell that story himself and say, yeah. I know no computers, and that's how I can be a truck technician. Right, right. And that's an interesting story to tell if it's coming directly from a technician that's in his late 20s, early 30s, very early 30s in his case. That yeah. can really be in tune. He, that's more of a peer than someone that might be in, viewed as a, some old executive. Why should I right. listen to him right. or, or right. her? Exactly. Because uh, up till now, I guess in the past generations, I know it was with my grandfather, it was kind of the, the calling of the open road. It was a job he knew he could do, that kind of thing. And, and, uh, and he, but at the end of the day, he also loved the equipment. You know? And so now we can take it to this. And, and while it may not be just about the calling of the open road, you can you can integrate the the other items, and that is what appeals to that next generation mm -hmm. of how they can come in and and who knows maybe add to the design of a truck. Uh, absolutely, you know uh, what people can do with, with their studies with science and, and computers and, yeah. and all the technology of the world is getting smaller yeah. through social media and, and computers. There's some good and some some bad with that, but it does open some additional opportunities for someone who has not ever thought about trucking in any form to possibly hear uh, whether it be a, a super tech or just somehow come across trucking and learn what it's like right now, not what it's stereotypically like, but what it really is like right now and where it's going, especially as yeah. they grow up. Right. And there could be someone out there that has never even thought of a truck that one day could be the person running 
a large association, a large company, and help create, take that next step to solve some of these problems, because there certainly is a, a, a generational problem when it comes to some of the shortages, the driver shortage, the technician shortage, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it's all about communication. Speaking of communications, the website's simple, ttnews.com, log on, bookmark it, and uh, go there often, we always do. Neil, great talking to you today at MCNA. We hope to talk to you again soon. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you.